Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 38, Fear Less, Be More. I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very happy member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about curiosity and the surprising benefits that just being more curious can add to your life. Today, we are going to talk about fear and what learning to control fear can do for your life. I had the opportunity a few years ago to teach at BYU-Idaho Education Week. So to begin, I asked the class to think about something they were afraid of and then share with the class what they feared most. Before class, I had done a quick Google search to see what the top 10 things most people around the world feared. Google reported that most people were afraid to interact with others because they were afraid of being judged. Some of them had fear of heights, fear of snakes, bugs or spiders, fear of closed spaces, fear of flying, fear of the dark, fear of getting a disease, fear of getting hurt, fear of violent weather, and fear of death. Some of the responses my class gave were the fear of being alone, the fear of failure, and one person even said the fear of success. They feared rejection, commitment, debt, isolation, and someone even said they were afraid of falling asleep in public places. One even raised his hand and said he was afraid of his wife, who happened to be sitting right next to him. I loved how he slowly looked over as she gave him a smile. In a talk titled, Be Not Troubled, Elder Rasben said, quote, Fear is not new. The disciples of Jesus Christ out on the Sea of Galilee feared the wind and the waves in the dark of the night. As his disciples today, we also have fears. Our single adults fear making commitments such as getting married. Young marrieds can fear bringing children into an increasingly wicked world. Missionaries fear lots of things, especially approaching strangers. Widows fear going forward alone. Teenagers fear not being accepted. Grade schoolers fear the first day of school. University students fear getting a test back. We fear failure, rejection, disappointment, and the unknown. We fear hurricanes, earthquakes, and fires that ravage the land and our lives. We fear not being chosen, and on the flip side, sometimes we fear being chosen. We fear not being good enough, end quote. In this wonderful, amazing, puzzling, sometimes crazy world, life takes courage. And with courage comes fear. Fear's job is to protect you from harm. But sometimes fear can be such a strong emotion 
that it can swallow up confidence and possibility before they even have a chance to grow into opportunity. Fear's job is to protect you. Fear is a natural part of life. Fear is going to be with you on any new adventure or any new journey, packed in your travel case, safely at your side. Fear's job is to protect you from life-threatening events, and that means that part of fear's job lends itself to our happiness. However, regardless of fear's function and purpose, fear is almost never experienced as a positive emotion. The problem with fear is fear's friends, discouragement, anger, frustration, disappointment, despair, dismay, doubt, dread, worry, and failure. The problem with fear's friends is that they can stop our forward motion. They can limit our perspective of all the possibilities ahead of us, and they can hurt our confidence in who we really are and what we really can do. Fear can swallow up hope and chance. Fear can keep your life small. Fear holds back. Fear doesn't want you to take action, to take a risk, a chance, or to dip your toe into something possible. Fear lends itself to be overcautious and overprotective. Fear can relay messages that, If you try something new, people will laugh at you or judge you or secretly whisper behind your back all the bad things you think that people whisper behind other people's backs. Fear can send your brain ugly rumors that nothing will go right and that your ideas are silly or ridiculous. Fear's job is to protect you from life-threatening events. The problem with fear is that sometimes it gets in the way of the non-life-threatening events. For example, visiting a new country, applying for a new job, or getting ready to serve a two-year mission. Psychologists teach that our brains are equipped with a highly sensitive but primitive threat detector, which can cause us to worry about things that are not really life-threatening at all. Someone once came up with an acronym for the letters F-E-A-R, and I love this. Fear means false expectations appearing real. Fear of the unknown can cage us in our old, comfortable, everyday routines preventing us from ever trying anything new. We may miss out on new foods or new activities that we could have enjoyed, new jobs that could have been great, new cities that we would feel at home in, and many other attempts in our lives to find the happy, all to avoid the many and new and, yes, a little scary experiences of our lives. Are you ever in the middle of feeling joy or happiness and your brain quickly turned your feelings into fear? 
Have you ever given a talk or offered a new idea or just left a job interview when all of a sudden fear and fear's friends jump into your brain and remind you of all the things you said that was wrong and all the times you didn't say something right, remembering all the mistakes you think you've made for your entire life. Or maybe you were enjoying time with your family, but instead of joy, you begin to worry about something bad happening to them. You're afraid someone might say the wrong thing to someone else. Or maybe you're afraid that someone might do something that will offend someone. And instead of joying your family, fear has now left you captured behind enemy lines, looking for a fast way out. In your efforts to find more of the happy in your life, fear might be hijacking that effort and commandeering a takeover every time you step up to try. If you are to choose the happy in your life, And that includes all the possibilities that can come when you are brave enough to step forward out of the mundane of your life. Then you will need to learn to keep fear in check. Fear is a call for courage. Happy people learn how to journey with fear. They feel fear. They acknowledge that it is there. And then they refuse to let fear control their lives. A typical response to manage fear is to simply avoid it or to avoid anything that would make you feel fear. However, psychologists teach that the more we avoid something, the more we signal to our brain that the original trigger really was life-threatening. Whether you are afraid of heights or a new job, or a new relationship, your brain concludes that the fear you felt must be avoided in the future. One way to undo what we have learned is to rewire the brain by proving to the brain that the fear was actually not a life-threatening one at all. If you want to conquer the fear of heights, challenge yourself to try something That is a safe height, but higher. If you have a fear of flying in an airplane, challenge yourself the next time you fly to let go of the armrest and try to enjoy the tops of clouds. And I have always, my whole life, been so afraid of flying in an airplane. And I literally remember the day and the airplane and my destination when that fear went away. For a few years, I had the opportunity to take a group of 7th and 8th grade students on tour back to Washington, D.C. And I will never forget, as we were getting on the plane, getting ready for takeoff, my new 7th graders who had never even flown on a plane before were a little nervous and fearful. And as we were going down the runway, they decided to just embrace it. So they all put their hands over their heads like they were on a roller coaster ride as we took off. 
And everybody on the plane just laughed and cheered that they were so happy to be where they were. And since I was afraid of flying, I let go of my armrest and joined with them. I just let go of the fear of flying. And with them, from that day forward, I love to fly on an airplane. I don't normally put my hands in the air on takeoffs and landings like we did back then, but just embracing how that would feel made all the difference to me. In the book, Choose Happy, Sarah Gregg teaches that learning how to walk with fear means we need to learn better how to listen to fear. When we learn to walk with fear, we accept its presence, but not its control. So, how do you learn to walk with fear? Step one, when you are getting ready to do something new, get ready for fear to show up because it will be there. When you feel it there, tapping you on the shoulder and asking permission to send you running away, instead of pushing it away, accept that the fear is there. Notice it and then say, oh, Hello, fear. I knew you would be here with me today. This actually enables you to label what you are feeling. And research shows that simply saying the feeling out loud can decrease the power that that feeling can have on you. Step two, once you have said hello to your fear, Stop and listen to what fear is telling you. Objectively listen as you were hearing concerns from a good old friend. When you do this, you will be able to take yourself a step away from what fear is telling you and then objectively decide how you want to move forward. Fear may have some good concerns that you should listen to and think about, and that is good. Go ahead and listen to those concerns, and then, like you would a good old friend, tell fear, thank you for the concerns, and then don't let fear control your decision of how you are going to move forward or not. Step three, once you decide to move forward, you can reassure yourself that you are in control, and that you have all the resources you need to keep moving forward. Reassurance will help you begin to feel more calm and more able to make better choices in your life that will help you find more of the happy in it. Just the other day, I was on my way to simply use the scanner at the Family History Center. I had not been there for a few years, so as I was in my car on my way, I began to think of reasons why I should not go there that day. I thought to myself, I'll just wait and go next week instead. Um, I thought to myself that I would go to the grocery store first, and then if by chance I still had a little bit of time, I would go back to the Family History Center. Maybe I even thought, I don't even need to use the scanner, and I could just retype the whole life story on my own. And then I suddenly realized, 
The reason I was making all these excuses was because of my dear little friend called fear. I was nervous to go to a new place with new people that I had never met before. I actually said it out loud. Oh, hello, fear. Then fear and I had a little talk about why fear thought I shouldn't go and all the reasons why I thought I should. In the end, I told fear, thank you for your concerns, but this is something I have decided to do. I was so amazed at how facing and labeling that feeling of fear was so powerful to become brave enough in my life to defeat it, even though it was just a little thing. And by the way, my little new experience at the Family History Library was of course amazing, and the new people that I met are now my new friends. I think fear really is a call for courage. And when we find ourselves facing fear, saying hello to fear helps us to be brave enough to be more while we learn how to fear less. If in your life, in the middle of your own learning, growing, and trying new things, expect fear to be there. Most people, most of the time, choose comfort because they are afraid of fear. The fear of failure, fear of not doing something perfectly, fear of looking foolish, fear of mistakes, fear of losing, fear of being let down, fear of what someone else will say or think or feel, and fear of being uncomfortable. Dr. David M. Burns said this about fear, quote, Aim for success, not perfection. Never give up your right to be wrong, because then you will lose the ability to learn new things and move forward with your life. Remember that fear always lurks behind perfectionism. Confronting your fears and allowing yourself the right to be human can make you a far happier and more productive person. End quote. Don't you love that? I love things that give the bottom line. So what are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life, even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We are going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today, and get ready to regulate fear when it comes into your life. What are you afraid of? Go get a notebook and start your own list of 10 things you are afraid of. Now, ask yourself if any of them could be holding you back as you search to add more of the happy to your life.
Your life is in your hands. You can use fear as a friend with its gift of energy and awareness and concern. You will be able to do your best and learn the most in every new situation. You will be able to fear less and then be more. Bye for now. See you next time.